Welcome to the Hypnotic Healers Podcast, your home for insights and insider knowledge about hypnotic change work. With your hosts, control practitioners and hypnotists, Nicole Mazzucato and Anthony Gitch. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Hypnotic Healers. My name is Nicole Mazzucato and I am here with my friend and co-host Anthony Gitch. As usual, our disclaimer, neither Anthony nor I are licensed medical professionals, psychologists, psychiatrists, or anything of the sort. So please do not make any changes or alterations to any medications or treatments you're on based on the conversation you hear here today. Take what you like, leave the rest. And while you're leaving stuff, you can leave us a like, a love, a heart, a thumbs up, drop us a message, say, hey, um, get involved and share us about. Hello. Hello, Nicole. It's always good to see you. I know. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about uh, something that is, has been creating a little bit of controversy in Facebook and, and around the web, uh, thanks to our good friend Carl Smith from the UK Hypnosis Academy, who likes to uh, create, um, uh, who likes to get people thinking. Yeah, well, he, he 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 does he does like to stir the pot a little bit, and I, and I kind of appreciate it because it does get people talking, it gets people thinking about what they're doing, and it gets it, one of the things I, I get a kick out of it because you know here are people that are involved in change work, right? We're all change workers, and the the belief structures that they themselves trap themselves into, right, and fight tooth and nail to hold on to and we'll just argue it and it's just like mm. it's it, it, in the background i'm kind of going wow is it really that important <laughs> <laughs> but okay you, you but you know here it is yeah it is that important to them otherwise mm. they would be as invested in the belief and it also makes me kind of chuckle because what are the limiting other limiting beliefs that this person who's trying to crush other people's limiting beliefs has, right? Mm. Um, and, and that's the thing that I find most humorous. It's like, gosh, you are really trapped yourself into this now. And what are your clients doing? How are you helping your clients out of their traps if you're in fact creating this trap for yourself? Um, mm. And that that discussion is all around, is there a subconscious mind? Right. Mm. Because as hypnotists, we work with beliefs, ideas, behaviors, feelings that all exist where we tell people in the subconscious mind. But here's what everybody needs to understand. It's a theory. It's a model. There has been no empirical evidence ever produced by anybody ever on the history of this planet that the subconscious mind actually exists as a separate form of anything. It is a function of the mind and the mind itself is not real. The brain is material, meaty, electrical producing stuff, but the mind is ethereal in nature. It, it, it doesn't exist. It is, it, you know what I mean? Or at least that's my belief structure, just based upon what I do with Ayurveda and the way that I look at the mind and, and the layers of the mind. The mind is not of us, right? Any more than the soul is. Um, the mind is something that helps us to uh, understand and, and uh, intellectualize the information that is coming through the brain, through the senses. Okay. So this is, this is quite a big, I think this is a big discussion and I certainly don't feel educated enough to, to give a truth 
on this. And, and this is a discussion that I was having with somebody recently and, and something that I'm quite passionate about at the moment. So in terms of whether there is a subconscious mind or not, does it really matter? No. I don't think it does really. And, you know, the, there is a lot of emphasis put on, oh, the subconscious and the conscious and this, that, and the other. And we do use that as part of our practice to offer the client a way of understanding the work that we're doing, right? Uh, it, yes. It's a concept, an idea, a way of understanding, a way of saying, okay, well, you you haven't been able to make these changes because potentially there's this part of your mind that you can't access or, you, you, you know, it's difficult for you to access in the state the the conscious state that you're you're able to access right so right. like we use the ship analogy the captain and the crew and that gives a really kind of simple and helpful picture for clients to say oh okay yeah no i totally get that and i and and you know it gives people comfort as well it's like okay so now i kind of have this concept and this idea that i've got this crew hanging out in my head i can just go away and chat to them and and i feel comforted i feel like i've i've got people i've got other people inside my head that are, you know, they've got my back in a sense, my you know, community, like my tribe. Right. Yeah. We, I've got this, <laughs> this community of people and we're in this together and we can have a little chat if somebody's playing up. So it's a great analogy and it really does bring people comfort. And I've had people say to me before, you know, I don't feel alone anymore. Right. Well, it's you like know. that little Disney show Inside Out. I don't know if right, you've ever Right. Exactly. That. One of my favorite analogy. films. Yeah. And I use that analogy a lot. I I refer to that film a lot because absolutely, you know, like, and and there used to be a program when I was a kid. Oh, what was it called? Oh, I can't remember what it was called. It was about the body and and it was like all of these little people living in your body and then they'd like somebody, you got a cut and they'd send like this army of people to go and kind of <laughs> this, this army of like, you know. That, that, that's what's happening. What a perfect metaphor for what is taking place, right? I mean, yeah. When when I'm doing when I'm doing hypnosis with people with with injury stuff, that's exactly mm -hmm. what we do is I want you to sit back and observe. All of the little people putting the little construction stuff up and doing all the little exactly. work to fix everything, yeah. right? Yeah, all the little lemmings are running to yeah. that, little point, that point in your body and, and they've got that job to do. And so, yeah, the, the analogy is brilliant and, and it, it really helps, I think. And it helps that we're on the same page as our client. You know, the, the, it's not helpful for me to enter into a relationship with a client doing this kind of work and they're thinking there you're working off one model and I'm working off of another model, right? Because then we're starting off in a completely different space. Right. As long as, you know, okay, look, this is a shared idea that I'm inviting you in to kind of accept as, as an idea. And if we can work from there, then, you know, let, we can, we can move forward in that way. Whatever other ways that, that people need to interpret things, you know, that's fine too. Right. And this is the, this is the point. This is something that I was getting to before this idea of truth. And I think, you know, people are so attached to their truth mm -hmm. and it, it's really, and it's really kind of ruffling my feathers lately. And I, and I think, you know, I'm, I'm actually backing away from people that I've, you know, been following on social media and things like that, or people that I've maybe engaged with in, in different coaching, you know, kind of as a, as a client myself, when people offer, you know, kind of their ideas as an absolute truth. And it, it's really irritating me because nobody has an absolute, it might be a truth for you in that moment, but mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that it's the truth. Right. 
right? It's based on your experience in that moment. And it may be that that changes for you a little bit down the line, but when somebody's sitting there telling me, no, this is what it's about and this is it. And you know, this is how it is. The only thing that's going on in my head is fuck off. (laughs) You know, I, I'm really, um, and I don't, you know, I don't mean, I don't mean that. I really don't mean it in a rude way. And I don't mean to kind of, um, De- deprecate is that the right word or 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 not appreciate other people's experiences and information but scientists get it wrong all the time or they put something out as an absolute truth and then a few years they say oh no that was wrong you know right. we missed something in the research or right. we missed right. out a group of people or whatever that was so it's not or that science is an absolute truth a group either. of people right so you know this experience of life and information and and all of this stuff that that's being thrown at us and around us and it, it I, I think my point is even anything that i say don't take it as an absolute truth oh god it's, yeah. <laughs> you know it's it's just how my experience in this moment and i'm and i can put these words together because this is my my collection of thoughts and processes and interpretations based on my experience to this day yep. and it may be that that's my reality in this moment it may resonate with you amazing if it resonates with you and it helps you perfect you know take as we said at the beginning take what you like and leave the rest yep. right um well yeah you know it's it's why i like to have conversations like this though because when we can create that moment of what the hell did they just say and why are they why are they dis- it, it's not even discounting what the other person is saying or believing right it to me it's not about that like you just said it's not about not listening to them or depreciating or or un- de- devaluing what it is they're sharing but when you come to another understanding that nothing nothing is in stone <laughs> Then we become more able, I think, to find the truth, the the, mm-hmm. the truth with the capital T, right? There's lots of little truths that we all live and, and go by, but then there are very few big capital T truths. Those are the universal truths, right? We all will die. That is a universal truth. There is no way around that is. It's just a fact, right? That's not a little T truth. A little T truth is I'm not going to die today, Um <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe. Um, possibly. But you know what I mean? And, and so yeah, for, that's no, how yeah. I look at things. And 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 when I hear people arguing, oh, the subconscious does exist, where is it mentioned? Where is it ever mentioned? It's like, I get my learnings about the mind and the function of the mind through my education in Ayurveda. Mm. Well, Ayurveda is the oldest form of medicine known to man. And, and I can assure you in those Ayurvedic texts, Nowhere does it mention in the healing of any of the conscious diseases that they talk about anything about the subconscious, right? There's there's three layers of the mind. There's the inner mind, the outer mind, and the intermediate mind, right? Now, the inner mind is what we would call the subconscious mind, but again, it's very ethereal in nature. It doesn't necessarily exist in any one point in the body. And that's where people, I think, get stuck sometimes is they need this thing to say that they that they identify with, right? And and that's okay. That's you know, look, why do people why do people 
why are people so um, faithful to religion? Because they right. need they need that concept, they need that idea, and for them that's a truth, and that's absolutely yes. fine. Yeah, you oh, know, absolutely, if that yeah. gives you comfort and support and and guidance and and um, you know uh, whatever a moral compass, I don't know whatever that is for you, that's absolutely fine. The same way that if we if if you need to understand the mind in a certain way. And that gives you comfort and support and an easy way to explain explain things or to connect with people or or to help people, you know, kind of connect with 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 what they're doing, with what they're engaging in, then that's then that's fine. It's a bit of an irrelevant debate, really. I don't, you know, it, it's a bit like, you know, when we had Tim, when we had Tim on here and and I jokingly asked him the question just because I knew it wound him up, you know, what is <laughs> hypnosis? And he was like, what does it matter? Right. You know, and it's and that's it. You know, what, what does it matter? It's, it's an irrelevant debate, whether it exists or not. It's, it's a model. It's a model. That's all it is. It's a theory. It gives, it gives us tiny little insignificant human beings, something to grasp a hold of that we think that we can understand so we can better understand ourselves. Mm. I mean, we we are on we are all on a search for 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 figuring out who, why, and what we are, right? Um, some of us are are a little bit more dedicated to that search than others, um, <laughs> and that's okay. Um, we need everybody. We need everybody to make it all work. Um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting. Just this big stir that's going on right now because Carl had gone to the uh, the, the uh, convention in Ireland. Um, that that the Jacqueline's just got back from, in fact, and and mm. it was, you know, I got several emails. Do you know that Carl Smith guy says that there's no such thing as a subconscious? How can you have him speaking at a hypnosis conference? And I'm like, well, because of this kind of stuff, this is how, right? Let let's create this engagement. Let's create this conversation, and 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 let's see where it goes. Because again, like you said, and I agree with you 100. percent Who really cares? Are is the client being helped? Are clients getting what they need from whatever belief structure that you're helping them buy into? Right. Right. And, and, you know, look, the point is I'm not a scientist. I'm not a researcher. I'm not a neuroscientist. Um, And as I said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I haven't spent seven years intensively studying the workings of the brain and the mind and, and whatever that is, you know, um, so, so I don't feel educated enough to give uh, a scientific explanation of what the mind is or isn't. I just understand it. I understand it as an experience, right? It's part of this experience, life experience. It's part of the experience of 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 the body, of 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 I don't know, the mind, the soul. I'm not. I don't have these answers. I could, I, I, it's They're only fun something. to discuss. I think sure. that this is the thing that's fun because it's like with me, I've got an education of, of a few different people whose information resonated with me mm-hmm. when I was studying Ayurveda and those, those concepts I've grabbed a hold of. And that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. Right, like you're saying, it's uh, are they right or are they wrong? I don't know. There might be an Ayurvedic teacher out there who says, "Yeah, you know, I don't agree with that Ayurvedic teacher about what they said." And yeah. so, you know, um, there you have it. Right? I mean, my belief structures are based upon the things that work for me. 
Right. And even if I did had spent, you know, seven, eight years studying the workings of the mind and whatnot, there's nothing to say that all of that is true either. Correct. Again, it it's it's an idea, it's an offering of research, information, who knows, you know, who knows. Leeches what. used and, to save people's lives. Remember back when they used to use leeches specifically in mm-hmm. medical procedures? They don't do that so much anymore, do they? No, because yeah. they figure that's not that shit ain't right. They, they used to think all sorts of weird shit in the dark ages, what they call the dark ages about medicine that is no longer true. <laughs> I think, you know, we're also so obsessed with information. We are so obsessed with information because we live in a world where we are completely inundated and oversaturated with information, information in in kind of you know kind of research forms in 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 text in in imagery and and colors and sounds we are inundated and and we've just become information obsessed and well, it, it, think, it, well, I, one of the reasons i think we've become information obsessed is because around every single corner it seems like these days because of the amount of information and misinformation that is available for people to choose from Everything you say, you've got to be able to validate. Mm. Everybody wants a validation for anything it is that you say. And 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 it's because of all of the the information and misinformation available. I, I think that it, people are more direct at saying, well, prove it. Right. And that's that's a really fair point. That's a really fair point. And I but I think the problem with that is that we lose connection with the experience. Yes. When we're so information obsessed and everything has to be proven and everything has to be, you know, look, let me let me bring up all the research, which can be which can absolutely be manipulated, mm-hmm. um, which can absolutely be um incorrect or 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 incomplete if you like you know it can can it can completely be an incomplete picture and i'm not saying that scientists go out of their way to to publish the wrong information oh but, i am i will well maybe maybe that. maybe you sometimes know. they do i don't think every scientist has that intention no, no 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 what i'm saying about that when i throw that in there and i apologize is the fact that if i pay someone to do research for me they're going to come up with the information i want them to come up with Right. 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 So the point is we lose, we lose connection to the experience and information is great. You know, knowledge is great. Learning is, is, is great, you know, and, and the fact that we have access to, to so many teachings and so many ideas and so many philosophies and other people's thoughts processes through books and you know, media and and social media and whatnot is is truly, you know, we've never we've never this is the information age, right? We've as as a species we've never had access to this amount of you know information from across the world before, um, but it 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 definitely detracts from and from your experience from your own experience, and and I think that's where a lot of self lack of self-confidence comes from mm-hmm. low self-esteem because people don't trust themselves anymore. They don't trust their own experience because we're constantly looking to validate it through somebody else's ideas and somebody else's words. Yep. So you have an experience and you're like, well, well, or a thought and you're like, well, you know, that's probably not true. Maybe it's not, maybe it is, maybe it's true for you in that moment. 
Yeah. Do you really need a science? Do you really need to go and find scientific research to back that up for you in that moment? I don't think you do. Well, no. Everybody's yeah. and, and you know it's it's good that we're having this conversation because I think you're right. I think that people think that they are supposed to be having well, I mean, wrong you yeah, anyway, I'm going to okay. Go ahead with what you were saying. I don't know how to really kind of put into words what it is that I'm trying to what what is conceptualizing in my mind right now. Um so oh, I'm happy. I'm happy for you to bash it out if you want to. Well, I, I you know, it's it, it's hard to obviously with what we do, we are working with people who are struggling with making sense of what's happening in their environment and their experiences. Mm-hmm. And I I think that when we're able to help people understand that whatever experience they're having, good, bad, whatever it may be, that is exactly what is supposed to be happening. Mm. And, And that if it was supposed to be any different, it would be. And that once people can accept and get to that point, then they stop fighting. They stop resisting. And it's like Howard said, and 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 it was beautifully done the way he said it. And I know he didn't come up with the concept. He mentioned who the gentleman was who did come up with it or or the the idea of it. And 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 even he didn't come up with it. It's it's always been known that that experience times, you know, resistance equals suffering, right? I mean, Buddhists mm. have been saying that forever. But the way that Howard was able to kind of put it succinctly like that, from who he learned it from, I, I think. Mm. I, I think it's a great way now to help. Um, I know with my clients, it, it's made it easier for me to help them ex- understand that, right? By having that kind of visual um, that we can use. And I think that the more that we can do things like that, the more we can help people to to begin to understand that they are, in fact, responsible for the experiences they're having. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and 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 I think that's that's the point, isn't it? When and it comes back to what we were talking about before. You're having this experience, um, and you, you're looking. So, hang on, let me try and tie this into what we've been talking about. So, <laughs> a client, a client's having this experience, this unhelpful. I don't like to say negative, right? So, I'm talking about an unhelpful experience, okay. right? An experience that's not 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 bringing not bringing them the satisfaction they're looking for for whatever reason right okay yeah so is that experience true for them in that moment there's a there's some there is a truth in in that experience that they're having in that moment um and so what are they coming to what are they coming to us for not we're not looking to validate that experience, right? We're looking to help them understand that there are other options around that, right? That there are other possibilities that that's not the one place. That's not the only place. Right. right? There's many different perspectives of the problem. Right. Exactly. That's it. It's, it's, it's the, the, yeah, the opening of options. And it's like, oh, okay, I've been stuck in this place, almost like stuck in the corner, looking at, uh, you know, stuck stuck in the corner, looking at that corner, and I haven't been able to see any other part of the room. Right. What we're doing then is saying, look, there's a whole other room around you. You can choose any part of that 
that you want to move into, right. you know, um, and, and, and we're here to help you move into a different space, right. By, by opening that up, opening that possibility up, helping you, helping you crack that open, you know, the idea and the idea really being that the client has the answers, right. Always. Yeah. They, they have the answer. Um, and that's, you know, kind of lots of different, lots of different people and, and methodologies that, that we learn is all reliant, a hundred percent reliant on the client finding the answer, the client finding their own options, you know, cause oftentimes we put an option in front of the client and they'll be like, yeah, all right. But then they're not going to accept that because that's our option. Right. Right. But right. when you're saying to them, look, find the other options that are available to you. You go out and look for them. Let me know which one, you know, or ones, or it may not be that you're, con you know, kind of can use that word consciously aware of which option is the right one for you in this moment. And that's fine too. Just let your mind explore and it will, you know, let it, let it take on the options that it feels are better and more helpful for you. Yeah. Trust, right. Trust in yourself. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, that, that in itself is a big challenge for people because they've made the wrong decisions in the past or they feel they've made the wrong decisions in the past. And then they no longer trust that little voice inside themselves because mm -hmm. other people have bashed it down. Well, look what you did last time when you did that, you know, and, right. you know, look, well, how can you listen to that? That can become that, that kind of chatter can become overwhelming. It can become oppressive. Mm -hmm. It can make people do things that they don't want to do. Um, it yeah. forces them into living in a survival and a fear mode, right? I mean, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, and, and that boy, I, I would do anything I can to get people out of that place because that mm -hmm. is no place to be. Um, mm -hmm. that is not, I, I, you know, with me, you know me, I'm like, be bouncy, throw yourself off the freaking cliff. Um, and, and just make sure you bounce when you hit the bottom, whether it works or not, just bounce, <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, um, that I, 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 and I think that that's, you know, isn't, but that isn't that the, isn't that the root of most of our issues is that people stop listening to that inner voice. They stop trusting themselves and they become afraid. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So I think that that developed into a much more interesting conversation than is there or isn't there a subconscious mind? Because who cares? Really? Right. <laughs> I love it. Carl would agree with you. Carl would be hugging you right now, I think. Um, <laughs> because, you know, I mean, it, it is. It's so funny, though, how many hypnotists just were attacking and just being absolutely, rah, there is a subconscious. How could you say that? Rah. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm totally happy and open to, you know, research around it. Absolutely. And maybe there is research. Maybe there has there is scientific research around it. I don't know. Like I say, I don't consider myself scientifically educated enough. I'm not the person that's going and reading a scientific journal every week. Um maybe Anthony Jackwin is the person to have that conversation with because he does. He's extremely well read. Extremely. And every week he he shares a um an article from a scientific journal on hypnosis. So I would say from the people that I know, he's potentially the best person to have this conversation with. But right. as it stands, I don't know. And it doesn't You don't matter. care. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't feel that it matters. Maybe it matters to you. And I absolutely respect that, you know, right. because potentially that's been folded, you know, kind of 
folded in as the foundations of of what you do. But I don't know, at the end of the day, is that really important to your client? You know, it's like we were talking in the last the last episode about business building. Nobody that's following you cares what method you've trained in. Nobody. Right. You know? Nobody's they don't care looking, about the certificates on the wall. They, can they, don't, yeah, they don't care. All they care about is the fact that they can connect with you. They feel like you're going to be able to help them and that they can trust you, you know? So um, I don't know why I went that way, but I can't remember where my, where my thought process was going there. The well, point, it, yeah, it, the point it followed being, the trail perfectly. Right. The point <laughs> being, you know, the subconscious mind, no subconscious mind, I don't think you're con- you're, the majority of your clients are not that concerned about about it. They're just concerned that you can help them out of this. Um, I can't remember the word. Lost my words. Challenge. Out of the challenge. I was thinking of a different word, but I can't come up with it now. Well, that's okay. anyway because you know what? Next, maybe next time we'll talk about is there a conscious mind? <laughs> it's going to be the. <laughs> is there a mind at all? Are no. we simply a program running in someone else's computer? There you go. Are and we if just so? AI? Why does everything taste like chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, anyway, sweetheart. We'll talk to you again soon. <laughs> take care, everyone. Bye. Thanks for joining. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Hypnotic Healers podcast. Don't forget to leave us a review and follow us on Facebook. You can also join our mailing list at hypnotichealers.com.